You do it live. You do it live. You do it live. You do it live. Please, won't you be my neighbor, neighbor and friend? Hello, everybody. Welcome to you, me, them, everybody. Hi, new people. This is the most beautiful place I've ever gotten to do anything. It is like a train. Thank you, dear listener in the crowd. Um, these lights are fantastic. I'm, I had a whole monologue prepared, and it was all negative, but then I walked in here, and I saw you couple. I don't know if you're a couple. That's, that's not fair for me to assume. You two nice people. And I, I throw them that out the window because I no longer want to murder, and that's a very good thing because I took the Megabus here. It made me very, very reflective, which is something you never want to be on a Megabus. You don't want to think on a Megabus. No, you want to stuff your face with 8,000 calories in a four-hour train ride, bus ride. You don't even know what transportation you're on because it's a Megabus. Thanks for coming. I don't know why I'm doing this. I honestly can't figure out why I wanted to do a talk show. Um, Lots of people ask me that question or else really the whole premise just gets thrown out the window. And I don't know what to say to them. It's like um, I'm not a comic. Um, I do... A lot of creative type things, but I don't want to keep losing money, yet I'm, I'm entering in ventures like this. I'm very good at losing money. I'm a pro. That's why I've never taken my girlfriend on an appropriate vacation. No, we take a Megabus four hours to come here and then get on it four hours later to go back to a place neither of us wants to live. That place is Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen. Washington, D.C. It is a place. It is a place where government thrives. No, it doesn't thrive. It just exists there. It's, it's a very awful place. I'm uh, not from New York. I don't, I don't know if it, being from New York is a good thing. I heard a gentleman today uh, very angrily say, this neighborhood's full of fucking yuppies. And I agree. And I would love to be one of those yuppies one day. If everything goes as planned, I will be a yuppie invading your delightful Williamsburg neighborhood sometime soon. I can't get over these lights. I just want to know, like, are these all back order? Is this, like, reel-to-reel tape where there's only one person making these light bulbs? Do you think they'll mind if I take this one? Because it's... Oh, yeah, they would. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I, I had this whole fantasy where I come and, like, I get real angry and I smash all the light bulbs like it's the Grand old Opry. But I want to keep doing the show here, so I won't do that. What brought you two here tonight? We're doing crowd work, listener at home. What brought you two here tonight? You're from Hawaii. Why would you ever leave Hawaii? That's the best place. What? This is a vac- You are really bad planners. It's awful outside. It's just gr- it's been gray. It's that's all it's been. It's gray. That's the only description. I got a free trip. She got a free trip. You know why it was free? It's because it's the middle of January. That's why it's a free trip, ma'am. <sighs> I was gonna do this whole thing. We didn't see snow in Hawaii. You didn't see snow in Hawaii. This is the second time I've seen snow. This is the second time you've seen snow in your life. Jesus Christ. I don't know whether I'm jealous of you. I hate you. I love you. Maybe we've been dating for seven years. I don't know. It's true? All right. Um, Yeah, I was going to do this whole monologue about uh, being on the Megabus, and and the girl behind me uh, was talking about how her parents just bought uh, a place in New York for her because they thought the property would go up, and um, now she gets to live there for free, and she woke me up by eating an apple. And (laughs) it's true. It's true. And that's not that's not a nice. I, I shouldn't hate her for that. I'm just jealous. I know that. And we were at my girlfriend's friend's house, and she's just she's this very nice woman who I have nothing in common with in in the least. Yeah, she's very artistic, and that's great. But she has no passion whatsoever. Like I am, she's never came in her life. It's not possible. <laughs> if everything you say sounds like this, I, I just came. Yeah. It's not possible. She's never come in her life. And that made me very angry. Why am I angry about that? That doesn't make sense. Her orgasms have nothing to do with my life. Yet I'm hung up on that. And that's why I think I should move to Hawaii. It just it makes more sense to be in a place that's tropical. A lot of nice things. All right. That's a monologue. Yeah, we'll end it there. Uh, we have a fantastic show, listener at home, and, and viewer in room. I haven't said any of the guests, so I love you guys so much. This is more love that I've gotten in terms of like creative support ever. <laughs> I'm running through the list right now. Yeah, this is it. That's sad. Oh, Jesus. Childhood was awful. Um, yeah, we have a great show. We have a, a very, very talented woman who does a lot of different things, and, and she's very, very successful at them, so I will find out what I'm doing wrong in detail. Sarah Benincasa, she's going to 
be sitting on this lovely, lovely stage. This is a lovely stage. We have stand-up from a man that just left that left Chicago relatively recently and is actually doing something with comedy, which is hard to do in Chicago. We have stand-up from Nick Vatterot. and Oh, that's a great crowd. And we have uh, two-thirds of one of my favorite New York-based bands. We have uh, Pearl and the Beard, everybody. So Pearl and the Beard. Let me... P- I know. I like that the people in the band booed for themselves. So I'm going to play this song for about uh, three seconds while I walk about three feet. So uh, everybody just sit back and relax. Thank you, iPod. That was fantastic. All right. I don't have a co-host, so banter, banter, banter. Ha, ha, ha. Dick joke. Coming to the stage is a very, very, very successful vlogger, and I'm saying that word because I'm sure she doesn't like that word. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Sarah Perencasa. Hi. You like that? There I you do. go. I like it. Thank you, Daniel Knox via iPod. How are you? Good. How are you? I feel I should shake your hand. Let's nice to shake. Meet you, man. Excellent. I love your boots. Where did you get them? I got them on Etsy.com. What do you think of Etsy? I think it is a place for cat ladies and hipsters who like to knit as a political statement. How is that different than Williamsburg? It's identical to Williamsburg. Is Etsy just Williamsburg online? Correct. What is in your hair? Uh, This is called a fascinator. It is a, uh, looks like a headband, sort of, but it's a fun floral accoutrement. And I wore it because it's the sort of shit that people wear in this neighborhood and no one blinks. And I, I live in the fucking financial district by Wall Street. And people do you blink really? There, yes. Why do you live there? Uh, I signed a two-year lease with my then boyfriend, and then broke up with him the day before we were supposed to get the keys, and then I couldn't get out of the lease. So that's why I live there. What's your boy ex-boyfriend's social security number? Uh I'll tell you later. No, tell me now on a microphone so people online could. It's five five six seven five six eight nine two. I don't know. Perfect. <laughs> Figure that out, listener at home. <laughs> uh, speaking of boyfriends, you did uh, sex type stuff. Yeah. Like the Stone to a Pilot song, step, sex type thing. Yeah. Um, you used to be a radio host on Sirius XM. Correct, and they laid my ass off. Canceled my show. How do you feel about that? Uh, pretty angry. Really? Not right. Re- you know what? I was so fucking ready to get out of there, and I'd been applying for other jobs for a good year, <laughs> and uh, out of the two years that I was there, and so they just sort of helped me. They sort of helped me along. Uh, so you know, I mean, it was there were parts of it that were great and parts of it that weren't, just like any job. But it was very fun. To the show was called sex. Get in Bed. It was called Get in Bed. Did you uh, develop any weird type stalker fans from Get in Bed? Not from getting bed. I mean, I have... Oh, you do have them, though. Sure, okay. yeah. Okay, let's talk about them. Okay. Let's put the spotlight on people that don't need it. Okay, let's do it. That's, let's feed their uh, neurosis and psychosis. That's why we're on this stage They're right listening now. to this just gently jerking right now, so let's just let's take them all the way to their creepy fucking climax. If I could ever... <laughs> you're a wordsmith. Correct. You're more, than a, you're more than a vlogger. What do you think of that word, vlogger? it's fine I really? think I, yeah you know it's it's bullshit that i get paid for and i think that's fine well no 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 you do stump something you create content for sure yeah you're not a commentator per se does that make sense you're not just a talking head you do interviews you write about things you're not a waste of space you're not a kardashian you're Thank not a kutcher you. you know what i would i would give it up to be described as a waste of space if i could have kim kardashian's stomach muscles and her appeal to the African-American and white community. Just suck dick on film and you'll have all those things. Yeah, I'm just going to have Brandy's little brother piss on me. And yeah, that's I'll all it like, takes. Oh. See, this is the kind of shit I couldn't say when I hosted Get In Bed because our, our brand partner was Cosmo and Kim Kardashian would be on the fucking cover and I'd have to be like, oh my God, girls, Kim Kardashian, she looks so good. And really, I was like this fucking cunt. Um, so it's really exciting to get to not have to pretend I think Lauren Conrad is anything but a waste of fucking cells. Here's the problem with the hating on Lauren Conrad. Mm-hmm. Every time Jay Cutler, quarterback for the Bears, would meet up with his girlfriend, Laura Conrad, the Bears would win. Oh, really? I'm a very superstitious Chicago sports fan, which means I'm very, very dumb. And I, I like her for that. Her, she, her like, they're fucking in the right way where they're magic. winning. magic. Yeah, yeah. He throws less interceptions when he throws it in a reality star. And that <laughs> makes me like her. <laughs> you also do stand-up. I do, yeah. Before we began the show, you were de- like debating, like, what do I drink? Exactly. 
Are you a real stand-up? Because I can't think of one real stand-up that would ever question what I'm going to drink. Uh, the know, answer is anything. Give me now mouth. Okay. Comedy. I'm sorry. I thought for I got distracted for a second. I, I went back to like a, a childhood place with my uncle, so I got really confused there. But um, Did childhood rape make your ex funnier? Yeah, no. Then. Childhood rape made me as cute as I am today. Uh, it made me committed to wearing foxy boots. I love those boots. Thank you very much. Them. They're br- they're red, and people enjoy them. Um, uh, what were we saying before rape? Oh, drinking. I, I did not start... They go hand in hand if you I do did, it right. I did not start drinking, it's true, until my early to mid-twenties. I had a boyfriend who... And I was trying to save the relationship, and he said, uh, I wish you would drink because it's something we could do together. So... Yes. Why would you laugh at that? That is the foundation of my lovely seven-year relationship, and I love that woman because we drink together. Well, I started drinking tequila and having anal sex, and that didn't save the relationship either. Did you ever have anal sex before this gentleman? Uh, No, no. I was like, you know, I really don't have self-esteem, and I'm 24, and I want to get married uh, right now. So the way to achieve that end is to let some guy stick his dick in my asshole and come in it. Where were you living at the time? New Mexico. Really? Correct. Because I would have thought, like, yeah, New Mexico, that is the path to marriage. Las Cruces, New Mexico. That's where I was living. He lived back home in uh, North Carolina. I went to college in Asheville, North Carolina. Got it. And it was long D, long distance. And so I was like, how do I keep the home fires burning when I'm not there? I guess when I see him, we'll do tequila shots and fuck in the butt. And he still broke up with me. So I learned a lesson. That's not a unique experience for... I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's... If, Ladies if, out there, don't do that. Yeah, don't do it, Don't man. do that. Gentlemen out there, don't do that. I mean, if you want... If I really wanted to marry my me, my ass, I should have been like, I'll let you put it in my butt if you give me a ring. That's how... That's that's what the Beyonce song's about. Exactly. It's beautiful. What do you think of Beyonce's music? Uh, I love Beyonce. What I, about the I complete mixed messages where I'm an independent woman, put a ring on it? I don't care. Okay. Really don't care. <laughs> I don't care that Jay-Z used to move snowflakes by the OZ. Cocaine. Yeah. It's a, oh, is that about cocaine? About cocaine. I thought he was a snow salesperson. It's good. <laughs> Tub Talk with Sarah B., which is now getting wet mm-hmm. with Sarah. Getting wet with Sarah B., which me and, me and my friend, uh, Dr. Ian Kerner, PhD, sex therapist, are, really? are pitching around as, as getting wet with Sarah and Ian now. Ooh. Yeah, we want it to uh, be. We want people to pay us to sit in a bathtub and answer folks' you've sex had, you've questions. Had very uh, successful people. Yes, a wide array of people. Mr. Neil Gaiman. Yeah, uh, Ms. Amanda Palmer. It's weird that people will actually know Neil Gaiman more on a podcast than probably any of your other guests. Not yeah. that you haven't had like guests on TV and, and like famous comedians, but yeah, Neil Gaiman. You you really yeah. know you really know your audience. Oh yeah, well he's my favorite um, my favorite author. So getting to meet Neil um, was was crazy. And that was with Amanda Palmer. Yes, with Amanda. Um, Amanda and I at the time had the same management company, and I had actually I was actually in the room. They just got married, and I was in the room the moment that they met which was at the New York Comic Con in 2008. And I was working, volunteering for the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund. Oh, wow. And my friend Charles, who runs the CBLDF, knew I was a big gaming geek. And he was like, do you want to be, you know, Neil's assistant, Lorraine can't be here. Do you want to be his assistant for this event? And I was like, ah! So um, he said, he foolishly let me do that. So I, so I was in the room um, and Neil was there. And and Bill Hader from Saturday Night Live was there. You're great with the name drops. And uh, I know I will tag drop these. Pick up. No, here's who else was the, Here's who else rolls in. Fucking Stan Lee with a posse of his old best friends, all wearing sunglasses, and Neil sitting down. And then Amanda comes in, and they had been corresponding via email about collaborating about a book in which she would be dead and naked, which has now come out. Right, which yeah. has come out, and it's been quite successful. And uh, and I remember she sat down, and I thought oh, that gr- I didn't know who she was, but I was like that. That girl's a rock and roll star. And then, the you know, doll, less than a year later, we, we had the same management. And then a, about a year after that, uh, Neil and Amanda were in the tub uh, naked with me. Well, I was sitting outside the tub wearing a T-shirt that said, this is what a feminist looks like. 
So it's cool, but I also interviewed uh, Donald Glover from Community. He's a very, very funny man. He sure is. And um, Ms. Margaret Cho. Is Donald Glover as attractive as I think he is in person? Yes. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, he was naked. He was naked in the bathtub. Yeah. Did he have a long D? Uh, callback, everybody. That's a callback. I'm not sure if I should say, but nope. I would be. An- I w- no, no, he, nope. no, no. He does. That's why he's a nerd. No, nope, he no, does. no. It would have been right away. No, nope. I, I don't. I, it, I would have been answering in the affirmative. Yeah. No, you don't pause when it's the affirmative. No, I, he's. It's you fun. heard he's it here packing. first, Donald Glover. Do- he not has a, a big D. dick. No, he doesn't. Not a long. D. I sat next to his cock. How long did it take you to say that? Uh did did it take me to what now? Oh, it took me a while. You're right. Um, I was just, I was sort of being like shy and bashful because clearly I'm a lady. We, like three minutes ago, we talked about anal. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, he's, got, he's got a nice D. I actually just. A nice D <laughs> is different than a long D. It's a long D. I actually just, I have a. You know, your voice went up like you're lying. No, I'm just like blushing because I'm thinking about being in a bathtub with Donald Trump and that, how it made me feel. I watched that show Lie to Me. You had some facial tics. No, he has a big penis. Uh, once again, you keep pausing. You can't say it. He has a big penis. And watch, watch, watch. I have a medium dick. I got a huge <laughs> dick. No, no, no. It's the medium. See, it's the medium. He has a huge dick, and that that's why he's in those Gap ads. The cute little No, because he's the only person on Community that could fit in khakis like that. Oh, he's so cute. I have a crush on a friend of his, and yesterday I, like, G-chatted him. I was like, Donald, do you have a second? And he was like, yeah, sure, what's up? And I was like, uh, is Rune single? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, don't tell anyone I asked that. I got tequila shots. <laughs> He's like, okay, Sarah, you fucking creep. I was like, all right, awesome. The way you said that was kind of awesome. It was, Was yeah. it Google Voice or Google Chat? It was Google Chat. I was like, you're probably busy doing something important, but first tell me if your friend is single. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. What's that man's name and social security number? Uh, his, I can't talk about that. Oh. His name is Chevy Chase. And he doesn't have a social security number. I got, an, I got a theory about Chevy Chase. I think Chevy Chase is one of the biggest racists of all times because Chevy Chase, Maryland, used to be segregated. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he picked that for his stage name. Okay. All right. There's a reason. I think he's a huge racist. That's just my idea. And I think that that white power episode they had on Community, which was brilliant, he wasn't acting. They okay. had to write around him. Well, with I'll, Matt Wash with a swastika on his. I'll chest. ask Donald, who is a black person. Yeah. And we'll just see. Yeah. I'll say, pardon me, black friend. Yeah. Does your coworker, legendary Chevy Chase, is he a legendary racist? Is he a racist? And also, Chevy Chase, how did you get a talk show? And could I have one? Yeah, a talk show. Well, see, Chevy Chase did a couple of things that maybe you or I or anyone in this room hasn't gotten to do yet. Falling off of a ladder on <laughs> SNL. That's about it. Uh, we have to wrap this up, and I don't want to. I want to live with you on this stage. Good. Yeah. Sadly, let's move in. Okay. This right, is cool. beautiful lighting. It's gorgeous. Yeah, everybody, check out, uh, listeners, check out Pete'sCandyStore.com. It's I don't so even know if that's the website. I think it doesn't. Google. It's a neat Don't place. bing it, because I'm not Fallon. Um, you currently write for Wonkat. I do. I write for Wonkat.com. I'm writing a, uh, a book called Agora Fabulous. Oh, that's amazing. You're so successful. Not really. I'm on unemployment. You work the system. No, dude. This is how it rolls. Now people hate you. Like the No, this is what happens. When I get paid... Like the weeks when I get paid, I report it to the state of New York's, and then I uh, state of New York, and then I don't get money, and then uh, and the rest of the time I get unemployment because I got f- uh, laid off by SiriusXM. So you have the ideal setup. Whenever you do work, you get paid. Whenever you don't do work, you get paid. I literally get you paid. You get to sit in a bathtub with Big D, Donald Glover. Totally, yeah. <laughs> I get paid under ten dollars uh, for Wonket. I'm not kidding. But you know what? It, pay, it it pays off in terms of like getting to meet cool people. <laughs> yeah, that'll last for like a long you. time. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. We're going to end this interview uh, with two questions that I uh, don't write myself. Uh, I got this awful, awful uh, cards thing uh, for Christmas, so please pick a card. Okay. And then hand me the card. Here you are. Here's the card. No magic. What tradition from another country would you like to bring America? Also, how pompous are you, card box, that you assume everyone buying your product is in America? Uh, the answer is female genital mutilation. What country is that from? It's uh, it's from Scarylandia. I thought you... It's from the dark continent, my friend. That's for you to keep. Thank and you. we're going to end the interview with a question from the Kids Book of Questions by Gregory Stock, PhD. It's an awful, awful, awful book. So, Good. Sarah, I need you to pick a number between 1 and 260. 65. 65. Why 65? Because that was the year I was born. <laughs> You've aged remarkably well. I know. I look fucking great. Am I right, guys? On this audio podcast. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, yeah, we're retiring these. Once we do uh, a question from it, I rip it out of the book, and it becomes the guest's okay. property. Oh, thank you. 65. When someone says you are just like your mom or dad, do you like it? Do you try to be more like your parents or to be different from them? Or to be different from them? That's in a fucking book for children. <laughs> uh, I try to be different from them while still asking them for money. Uh, and it's working out so far. Sarah, Thank where can you. people find you online? Uh, SarahBenincasa.com, Twitter.com slash Sarah J. Benincasa. And let's plug the return of your uh, monthly show, which is next week. Yes, Family Hour with Auntie Sarah, which can be heard each and every month on BreakthroughRadio.com, which is not as good as this podcast, obviously. Because she kisses ass. That's why we're going to have her back in the future. Everybody, please put your hands together for Sarah Benincasa. Thank you. Thanks, iPod. I appreciate that. Uh, coming to the stage is one of the funniest people uh, you'll ever see in Pete's Candy Store. You just saw him on Jimmy Fallon, and uh, no offense. Oh, fuck it. He's funnier than Jimmy Fallon. Coming to the stage, please put your hands together for Nick Vatterout, everybody. Nick Vatterout. Right just like this. Yep. It's stand-up comedy time. Hi, everybody. How are you guys? Hey, how funny was Sarah, huh? No, really, how funny was she? I was, I was outside the whole time. I didn't see any of it. I missed it. Um, thank you all for being here. Hawaii, how are we doing? We're doing good? It's amazing. It's snow for your second time. Isn't that adorable? That is so adorable. It's a lot more dirty and black and filled with band-aids than you thought it was going to be, right? New York snow. It's, um, it's disgusting. It's outside of my front. My front. <laughs> no women can get in my front. There's too much snow built up. I keep calling the city. I can't get laid, so you move this snow and... Blocking my front. <laughs> I'm gonna. I got some old. I'm sorry. I, I'm. I'm gonna be a little, little sloppy. Time. I got. I got a big show coming. I got this big podcast in the back of a bar coming up here in a little bit. <laughs> so I'm gonna work some stuff out to prepare for that. So, um, the big show. And I know what this is. I know this is the same thing. But this one is later on, so I can use this to prepare for that one and all that. So the, I'm gonna do some old material. Is that okay? I got some old bits. Some old material I'm, I'm working on. Halloween's coming up, um, and if you, that's is that too? That's probably not the time for that stuff. I guess I don't know. I got some old crowd work I want to work on though. No, yours. You were stupid. That was from a couple weeks ago. I didn't think of that until I was on my way home. Um, so, but I wanted to work on it in case that day ever happens again. So, um, I'm just going to pretend like I'm looking through notes during my entire set. I hope that's okay. Um, this is a podcast. This is not a vlogcast, right? No one can see what's going on? No. Oh, that's too bad. Because as we know, I, uh, I am a, I'm a stand-up comedian, and uh, I'm a perspiring uh, stand-up comedian. And, um, but I also do shoe tricks. I think we all know that I'm, I'm famous for my shoe tricks. Uh, so, you know, first it was skateboarding, then it was parkour. Now it's shoe tricks, uh, so I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do shoe tricks. So guys, folks, are at home. I'm sorry. This is kind of for the people here, um, but uh, I'm gonna. You guys ready? You guys ready for my first shoe trick? All right, ready? Here we go. All right, gotta get it here. I go. Ready? Uh, uh, by the way, t- I'm sponsored by Keds now. So uh, here we go. All right, ready? Here we go. Right? All right, and up, whoop, whoop, Okay, and all right, and up. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. I wish you at home could have seen that. It was really amazing. I can do it with my right foot. I can't do it with my left foot yet, but I can do it with my right foot. Um, I have a... Uh, I got... I, Oh man, I just got fired two days ago from my job, and uh, and it's fired. It happens. It, it happens like every every day, every like six months or so. I seem to get fired. I I, I'm a, I wait tables a bunch, and uh, that means I'm gonna have to start training again. And I don't know if anybody here waits tables. Is there any waiters in the audience? Isn't training like the dumbest thing in the world? I, I, I hate it. Or even if you've never if you ever been out to a restaurant and then your waiter shows up and they just got this buddy, you know. <laughs> They've got their hands behind their back. They don't know anything. You don't even know they. They're just like, hey, like, where's the bathroom? I don't know. I, I just got here, you know. <laughs> they don't say anything until you leave, and they're like, "Thank you for me too. I was part of it, right? No, all right." 
that was giving me the most socially awkward person to train me to, right? <laughs> they don't know what to say to me the whole time. They're always just like, um, okay, so uh, what I like to do is I like to go up to the table. What I like to do is go ahead and say hi. And what I like to do is tell my name, tell them about the specials today, you know. Then what I like to do is go ahead and take their drink order, you know. What I like to do is go back at the drinks, bring the drinks out. What I like to do is give them their drinks, take their food order, you know. What I like to do is go ahead and put the food order in, and then what I like to do is go back, check, see if they need anything. When their food comes up, what I like to do is bring them the food, and then, uh, what I like to do is check on, see if they need anything. If they need more drinks, what I like to do is bring some more drinks out for them, you know. And then when they're done eating, what I like to do is take the plates away, and then, uh, when they're done eating, uh, I go ahead and bring the bill. What I like to do is give them change if they need change, you know? I mean, even if I've never waited tables, I've still eaten before, you know? I gotta... What's going to happen if they let me on my own? I'm just going to run around. Ah, what does mayonnaise do? <laughs> she wants iced tea. What's that mean? Ah, does anybody know how food works? Ah, where are the bathrooms? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing has changed. In, uh, like, uh, you know, I hadn't waited tables for a while, and I was doing it again. Nothing's changed. People still ordering sandwiches with no bread. Like, bread's their problem, you know? Like, oh, you better hold on to that bread. I got a bit of a bread belly going on right here, you know? Oh, yeah, this is all from bread. All the bread I've been eating. Yeah, this, this big old butt from bread, you know? This thing that hangs down from my elbow. I don't know what it is, but it's bread. And the, these chins of bread. This is all bread. It's all bread. It's all from all the bread. It's all bread. It's all bread. <laughs> yeah, some of it's cake, you know? I like fuck. I like fucking with my tables too. I was already doing this like two weeks after getting hired at my last job. Like this guy was like, he goes, "Tell me about your catch of the day." And I go. So there I was, <laughs> middle of the ocean, down to my last worm, storm of the century. <laughs> I know it's only eleven years into the century, but it was still a pretty bad storm, you know. After three hours, I pulled in a mahi mahi the size of a manatee, manatee. <laughs> Eventually, he and I collapsed out of exhaustion at the bottom of my small boat. That's when I looked over and saw the scar on his face and realized that was the same fish that killed my parents 20 years ago. It comes with rice. <laughs> People are amazing that come into the restaurant, too. This old guy comes in. This happened last week. This old guy comes in. I went so like, there's one part where you're just old. No, you're just like complaining about everything. What happened? Where's the hostess? No one's seating me. Oh, there should be two hostesses. So when one's seating the other one, there's another one there. I've been here for two minutes, and I know how this place should be run. Ah! You know, this fucking guy. He sits down. This, this is what he says. This makes me laugh. He goes. Uh, he goes to the waitress. He goes, "Bring me a pickle. One of the green ones." <laughs> If your pickle isn't green, it might be a hot dog. Yeah. Where is he getting pickles? I wanted to be like, where are you eating where they're not giving you green pickles, sir, you know? I guess he just at home and it's like his family's just so sick of him, you know? He's like, I want a pickle! You know, we don't have pickles. I want a pickle! Give Grandpa a pickle. I don't know. Just give him a hot dog and tell him it's a pickle, you know? Like, what is this? It's a brown pickle, Grandpa. Ew, gross. I want, a, I want a pickle. What are the green ones? You know? <laughs> Everybody you work with there is the same, too. Every restaurant I've ever had, there's always that one guy who hates everything, you know? There's always that one dude. You don't even like talking to him, you know? He's just like... What you what you what you like that movie, man? I hated that movie. Yeah, I don't go on YouTube. I think it's stupid. I think the whole internet's stupid. Where's John at? I don't know. He's probably at his house, like eating or some bullshit like that. What are you breathing over there? Fuck you, yeah. Jeez, can you like one thing? You know. And then there's always like that one. There's that one like person who's like super positive, like too positive. You know. They're just like, hey, hey, uh, uh, you know, hey, Carolyn, what are you doing tonight? Got big plans. Going to Target to pick out shelving. <laughs> You like want to cry for her, you know? Like, oh god, that's that's what you're looking forward to. <laughs> She's usually the same person who knows what they're gonna be like for Halloween, like in June, you know? <laughs> hey Nick, I know what I'm gonna be this year. Cause I got nothing else to think about. <laughs> and you're not even you like, why are you even excited about it? You know, like, what are you gonna be? A hamburger. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> you know. I actually, I do love dressing up. I, but you know how people are always like, uh, like, uh, you know, like the sexy kitten or a sexy nurse or a sexy fire truck or whatever, you know? 
One year, I bought a toilet seat, put over my head. I had no shirt. I had a black bow tie, white cuffs. I was sexy toilet. I thought it was like a great, you know. And then I get to a party, and this drunk guy goes, dude, that's the best costume. I was like, thanks. He's like, hey, everybody, check it out. He's a shithead, you know. I'm like, no, I... I'm sexy toilet. <laughs> hey, look, he's a shitty Seinfeld. I'm sexy toilet. Come on. Hey, ball. Come on. I, uh, there's always like, uh, I, I mean, I like, I like, you know, I like, I like trick or treating, bobbing for apples. My favorite thing to do though is uh, going to like a douchebag bar and watching the drunk girls come out crying in their costumes. Sometimes you got to wait like five minutes, but eventually one will come out, and it's amazing. Like they'll, they'll come out, and they're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, Becky, oh my god, guess I'm at the, I'm at the bar. Thank you, I'm at the bar. Yeah, guess who's at the bar? Mark's at the bar. I know. Hold on. Do you have a cigarette? Do you have a cigarette? Oh my god! Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And then, and then, and then, and you know, and you know, he knew I was gonna be here because I put on my Facebook status update what I was doing tonight. You know that he looks at that shit. Hold on, hold on. Do you have a light? Do you like what's backwards? What's backwards? What's backwards? Oh my god! Thank you! Thank you so much! Thank you so much! Thank you so much! And then I went over to him, you know, and I bought, I bought two Roman Cokes, because you know how he likes Roman Cokes. And so then I went over, and then I tapped him on the shoulder, and he was just making out with some girl. And I'm just sitting there holding two drinks. Dress like a goddamn hamburger! <laughs> so that's the Halloween bit I wanted to work on, so I appreciate you guys. All right, you guys, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Nick Vatterout, everybody. Nick Vatterout. Um, I don't know if you guys saw his appearance. Thanks for not using any of your uh, Fallon material. Thank you. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm completely serious. I thank got, you. I got banned from that. I, Did you? Uh, Good. You were very good. Good job on that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, you were fun. really, really good. Um, I hate that show, and I watched it for you. <laughs> I don't like tight suits from Thin Men. I don't know why I'm being angry. <laughs> tight suits and Thin Men. That's right. I'm just jealous. <laughs> he's got a tailor, and he's so thin. That's Maybe he's, like, big, but that's how good the tailor is, you know? He's, like, <sighs> he can make him look small. He does definitely not have a big D. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I also love because it's a sex show. But when you were like timid about saying that, I was like, I hope that's not the whole show. Just like, <laughs> you're like tonight we're gonna be talking about sex. Um, Are you glad you got out of Chicago? Um, oh, you know what? I was in Chicago last week. You were there for Sketchfest, it was right? For Sketchfest, yeah. Chicago Sketchfest, which is like an amazing thing, and uh, I did miss it. I do miss it. You know, it's a, you know, I, uh, I'm glad. Uh, it's good to be here, but I do miss Chicago yeah. a lot. As I highly place. doubt you would have been on Fallon. Oh, that's the thing. You know, like yeah. Chicago is an amazing place, but it's like a, it's like a bullpen. You know, and, yeah, uh, and, and we're all carry wood. That makes sense to no one. <laughs> all right, Chicago have, Cubs reference. Thank you, thank yeah. you, sir. We have to end this interview because we're running late, and I want to get Pearl in the beard on stage. So. Absolutely. Two questions from you, and then you could go to another oh, podcast. Beautiful, beautiful. Fuck off. Yeah, I got that Dave. big one coming up. <laughs> What's the other show? Uh, oh, I got a show tonight at ten o'clock. Uh, Clusterfuck. You realize when this is not going out? Like right now. You guys should have came three weeks ago to Clusterfuck. It was on ten. <laughs> Do you like your vacations to be planned or spontaneous? Uh, oh, I guess uh, spontaneous is. There's less to be disappointed about then. <laughs> That's for you to keep. License short answer. Is that good? Is that a good question? Well, I don't answer? care. All right. All right. A question from the Kids Book of Questions by Gregory Stock. <laughs> oh, I PhD. submitted for that. <laughs> you were eight years old. <laughs> I need you to pick a number between one and 260. <laughs> oh, I had to pick a You uh, pick a number. Uh, 311. What? What? One to 260. <laughs> Three or 11. Uh, how about 11? We'll do 11. We'll do 11. 11's been picked. You're getting 15. Perfect. Some adults have a lot of trouble enjoying themselves. If you were asked to give them some advice about how to play and have more fun, <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> wait, wait, crowd. You can't say gross. He hasn't said anything. <laughs> Keep in mind this was written by a kid. I love that. It's written by Gregory Stock, Ph.D. Oh. That's what, that's I why the kids the, submitted these It's things. the kids. It's for children. All right, so hey kids, how can I be more? How happy? could I bone you easier? 
Um, so I, I got to read question. it again. How, some adults have a they... lot of trouble enjoying themselves. If you were asked to give them some advice about how to play and how and have more fun, what would you say? Get a mental disorder. Get a mental... <laughs> oh, my. You ever seen these guys? <laughs> some of these people are the happiest people having more fun than anybody. They got friends that aren't even there, <laughs> you know? Let's plug some of your uh, upcoming stuffs or onlines. Where can people find you? Oh, crap. I don't know. Go to oodlesofpun.com, and I'll be better about uh, putting up dates of when I'm performing. You can stuff. watch the Fallon video there. There, that's uh, perfect, yeah. Cool. What? That's not That's not a joke. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, it's on there. My Twitter, my Facebook, my Friendster, and then I have 18 MySpace pages. I want to... I, I think Friendster is going to be like the next big thing in 2012 with like no fear shirts. They say it's huge. They say it's huge in uh, Asia. Asia's yeah. still using Friendster like happen, crazy. Buddy. Yeah. It's going to happen. We're going to be huge. We're just going to go to Great America every day and hang out with sailors <laughs> with our no fear shirts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Nick Vatterup, Pearl and the Beard are coming Thank to the stage. Much. Thank you. Thank you, iPod. Who am I speaking with? Hi, Hi. I'm Jocelyn. Jocelyn, why are you on this stage? Um, you made me. I made you come on the stage. Jeremy made me. Jeremy made you. You and Jeremy are doing what? Well, Jeremy and I are, and uh, another lady named Emily, who can't be here tonight, are in a band called Pearl and the Beard, and it's we're going to sing band. some songs. Thank you. Uh, why did you decide to join or start this band? Well, that's a Great question, if you want to know the answer to it. That's why I said it. Um, again, Jeremy made me. Um, no, we actually, we met right in this bar, so I'm really honored that we get to have this, uh, this awesome podcast here at the place of you our birth. You use the word honored very loosely. Well, I'll just say it's making me cry on the inside. You should so be crying on the inside. It feels We're, good. People um, at home are crying on the outside. Good. Uh, <laughs> You just recorded an album. Yes, we did. Uh, when will it be out? Soonish. Awesome. Um, yes, soonish. So it'll it'll be out I'm April to... officially, uh, non officially before April. Um, no offense to your albums, honestly. You got to see these guys live. Um, they're so good live; it makes you smile on the inside and on the outside. I was really drunk though. So you were really I, drunk. I was fucking wasted. You that can was hear a loft that. Part, yeah. That was that place can't be legal by the way. No. There's no, no way no. in hell that's legal. No. Um I don't want to end this interview because I love interviewing bands because I don't know what the fuck to say. It's no. so great. Uh, but we have to because we want to hear this beautiful beautiful music and then we could all purchase your records on Family Records uh, yes. later this year. Uh, so here's a thing from the deck. Blah 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 blah. Killing time. Perfect. No, I read it. Oh, sorry. I read it to you. That would have been awful if I gave you a paper cut and you got to play the ukulele or the Glockenspiel. Yeah. Oh, the Glockenspiel really wouldn't matter. Well, how many how many songs do we have time for? Three, you have till seven thirty. It's seven fifteen. So that's like eight songs for Perfect. us. Yeah, that's great. Okay, if you were to go on a spiritual journey, Ooh. where would you go and what would you do? I would go into my own mind. And reflect. That's so boring. <laughs> Isn't uh, that just called thinking? It depends on how spiritually you're thinking. That's for you to keep. Thank you. And remember Aww, this interaction. I like it. Kids book of questions. Gregory Stack, PhD. I need you to pick a number between 1 and 260. 187. Why? One? I think that's been picked, actually. Damn it. Here, have a pick. One, eight, that was oh, in my book for you. some reason. I don't need it, but I'm good. Oh, I do have it. Great. 187 is the murder? Is that right? 187 on an undercover cop is a lyric. From what? Chaucer. Um, 187. If you could live someone else's life for a week just to see what it would be like, would you want to? No, question mark. If so, comma, who would you pick and why? That's a huge question. There's so many. It's for children, by the way. Oh. Well... Not in your answer, but this book is for children. That's why it's insane. True. I mean, that's. Re- I guess I would want to be someone that spends a lot of time with me because I'm. Once again, isn't that the like same that? answer as the other question? That's sort just of. Yourself. Yeah. 
I'm I, I'm trying to figure my shit out. Is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm very confused. I'm a musician. What am I doing? I think you should just be taking psychedelic so, drugs, and all these things will come true. I would pick Jeremy Styles. How about uh, that? Just to, just to see what it's like in his crazy. I'd pick '90s brain. basketball player Scott Styles. Um, Great. We're gonna end this interview because it's over, okay. and uh, you're gonna play some music. So everybody, sure. please stick around. They're gonna set up music. Here you go, iPod. Woo! Thank you. You're great. You should play first. Thanks, iPod. Woo! Alright, I, I don't know if I'm getting picked up, so it's my pleasure to bring to you Pearl and the Beard. Two thirds of Pearl and the Beard, everybody. Thank Pearl you. and the Beard. Can you guys hear this? So this song's called I Heart New York from Yay! our EP Black Vessel. I don't know how, how to sleep well Without the sound of the ocean swell Out my tiny Brooklyn window No surf, no sun round here for miles And whole bucks to see the damn sunrise That old PJ even that long Wow, the sky Ooh, people cry Glass I saw grass on Tuesday Then I heard a rumble far away A demon go down below Bodies were packed tightly inside All waiting for their final sunrise I think I'll just get in the back And cry wow the sky Ooh, the clouds as a And leave that dry on the whistling everybody he's also yeah. the one on the album he's also uh, a huge part of our life and did a lot of string arrangements horn arrangements and played on our new album and plays with us frequently and we're very and produced that song on R.E.P. and this next song that I will play uh, which is uh, definitely a downer <laughs> <laughs> downer so. oh that was that was a little racist sorry guys um, how's that? Is that good? Okay. Go get him, Jocelyn. Thanks, Jeremy. Can you stand there and be supportive? I really miss Emily. That's great. You look cute.
is a decent man and he tells me what to It wouldn't be the first time I've done that. That was awesome. Seriously, one time during the middle of a show, I tried to adjust the microphone and bang myself in the tooth. Like, really, really hard and had to just keep going, man. You just keep going. Just don't acknowledge it. It was exactly like an Iggy Pop show. It was great. Exactly. <laughs> Ready, Jeremy? Ready, Jocelyn. This one goes out to Emily Hope Race. <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> Go!
day is coming out I'm gonna face the light I will sing a song as I go Day is coming out I'm gonna face the light You will be the voice in my throat You will be the voice in my throat You will be the voice in my throat Thank you, thank you, thank you. We have to end. It's 7.30 right now. I appreciate this so much. You guys are fantastic. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Shivana. I want to thank Nick Pearl and the Beard. That was the most touching musical moment this show has ever seen. And we have people in tears every night, so that's saying a lot. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful night. Now is where I hit stop, and we tear down this shit really fast. Thank you. Let's all drink. Uh, artist note, artist mistake. I had Shivana Miller on my show on Thursday. Yeah, you didn't say my name, but I was just cool with that. Sarah Benincasa. Oh. Sorry about that. That's okay. I confused you with the girl that does What the Fuck Has Obama Done So Far? Oh, that girl's oh, that's a good website. website. And you also She's forgot to say pearlonthebeard.com. Pearlonthebeard.com. God, I already, we had such a high and then I fucking ruined it. I'm so sorry. I'll buy you a shot. Is that okay? Yay! All right, we're buying shots. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. Follow us on Twitter at YMTE. Friend us on Facebook at facebook.com slash youmethemeverybody. And for details on Monday and Tuesday nights at The Hungry Brain, go to youmethemeverybody.com.